I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority, that is Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. Barb is an author. Barb Schlinker is also a pilot. And Barb and her team enjoy all that Colorado Springs has to offer. Barb, always great to be talking with you. And you've mentioned that many bloggers and people are concerned that we're in a real estate bubble and could face a market correction at some point. Even last week, you said that the market is starting to slow a little bit. Do you think this will mean lower prices? I don't think so. I think I think it's going to be a little bit more competitive for buyers. In other words, they'll have a chance to get some houses where they didn't before. It, it was an unreasonably hot market from basically probably January all the way through July. And then in August, it kind of shuddered a little bit. And here we are in September, and it's slowing down just a little bit more. But I, I went back and looked at some historical statistics to see, are we off? Are we are we actually going to be facing a bubble? Everybody's so afraid of this whole bubble thing. But what happened historically has nothing to do with what's going on right now. And people are worried. They compare it to, especially the millennial generation, because they were probably teenagers at the time that the housing bubble took place back in between 2007 and 2012. But what was different about that, first of all, people that couldn't qualify for mortgages were getting mortgages. So they changed the law about that. Okay. They were also giving out these, what, what I call liar loans, where they say, okay, well, the starter rate is only 1%. And then in two years, it's going to adjust up to the normal rates, which at that time were 6%. And the problem is they were qualifying them at the 1%. So two years later, when they adjusted to 6%, people faced their housing payments doubling overnight. And most people financially can't handle that. So, but if you actually look at the history before the housing crisis and after, if you actually look at this trend on this graph I'm showing you here, what happened was the housing crisis wasn't a new high that was taking place. It was a, a, a correction because of that anomaly, because they were giving out loans to people that couldn't qualify for loans. You, you didn't have to verify that you had the income to make the payment. So it, it was insane for a while. And then when they realized that they took those loans and sold them through the stock brokerage market as a paper, that also caused the stock market to correct as well. So that's what really happened. We had about a 20% depreciation in values in the housing. But if you look at history going forward after that, it's pretty much a straight up across the board going through the next 10, 12 years. So that's a good thing. The other thing that is very interesting to me is that when that meltdown took place, at the time, there were a bunch of builders that went bankrupt. I remember them. I was in the business at the time. There was one here in town that went bankrupt and, and caused one of the laws to be changed because when they did go bankrupt, they had recently sold a few of those homes and left those homeowners without paying 
people that put in the ducting and the electrical. So those contractors were able to successfully get mechanics liens against those homeowners for not getting paid. So there were some laws that changed and some warnings that took place in our contracts subsequent to that. But at the time, the builders were flying high. They, they would do what they call spec homes. They still do this today. And what they do is they start building a house, get it ready. They get it maybe 80, 90% done before they have a buyer. So they are doing less of that now. In fact, they got uber conservative after the meltdown and the housing starts just dropped to the bottom and they haven't caught up. They're not even close. We're at a nationwide at a five and a half million home deficit as far as being on track for the population growth, the demand, the millennial generation coming of age. Many of those are in their 30s now. So it's really, really important that you, that you look at the big picture first to figure it out. And then also look at what, what's going on with the Pikes Peak market. So I know from years from 2012 through really 2020, we've always had a hot market under 400,000. However, in 2020 and 2021, Homes have, we've had less than a month supply of homes all the way up to a million dollar price point in this market. Okay. I've never seen that before in my history. And the change from August to September is really not that different. There's still plenty of sales going on in those price categories across the board. July numbers are also very similar. So we're not really seeing a correction where you're going to see prices reduced. You might see a little bit more inventory, maybe a few less bidding wars. So let's go over. What I did was I put together this list of the top six reasons or seven reasons I came up with that you don't have to worry about this being a bubble where the prices are going to drop. So we'll start getting into those right now. The number one reason why prices are not expected to drop is that the construction supply obviously is not keeping up with the demand. If you look at the big picture, the supply was really high back in 2009, right before the crash it dropped like an elevator all the way down to the bottom in 2013. And we're not even halfway where we were in 2009. So that's one reason. The second reason not to worry about us being in a housing bubble is that the interest rates are amazingly low. Now, back in the 2009 and the meltdown, the rates were about 6%. Right now, they're about 3 so about half of what they were before. Occasionally, you can get lower rates like that. The government loans are less than 3 like the FHA and VA. So low interest rates have really kept the house payments down, making homes more affordable. Number three reason not to worry is that housing afford affordability. So basically, Homes are more affordable when the payments are kept low. So that's basically what we're seeing here right now in this market. So I think it's going to be a very strong market. I think we're going to go forward. We're still going to see appreciation. Maybe we won't have 25% appreciation. and We'll only have 7 to 12% appreciation. Okay, that's not much to worry about. But 
it's still a good market. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. That right there is The Real Estate Voice. Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're interested in selling your home or you want to buy a home, Barb Schlinker is the only person I would recommend. Give her a call at 719-301-3900. And we're talking, Barb, about the signs of a transition from a really, really red hot real estate market to a, a little bit less robust market. Uh, tell us, is there more about the, the top six reasons not to worry about this real estate market trends and what's going on? I was, uh, I like watching a lot of video bloggers. There's this one cute young guy in Austin. He puts out a lot of data. He's a researcher. He's, he's got the nerd thing going. It's great. I love watching all of his graphs and charts and stuff like that. But I don't agree with him. I, he's saying these markets that have gone up really fast, like Boise and Denver and Colorado Springs and Tucson and, and Phoenix, they're going to crash. And I don't believe it. I just don't believe it because we don't have enough supply. The millennial generation is the biggest generation ever. And they, I have one that's 26 years old, our son. The millennials are anywhere from, I'd say, in the low 20s all the way up to upper 30s right now. And they're getting married. They're having families. They're getting ready to buy homes. And they saw the meltdown that took place back in 2007 when they were young. And they're being more careful. They're good savers. They're very conservative. They like to get educated. They don't trust their elders so much as they trust Google. That's why I have a very big YouTube channel. <laughs> they believe that more than me talking to them, for sure. But one key point, and number four reason why you shouldn't worry about this being a bu bubble, is that investors are buying in this market. Just this morning, I presented an offer to one of my sellers that that investor was willing to pay cash up to $600,000 for my listing. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing that's going on right now in this market. If, if investors felt like the market was going to crash, they would not be buying homes unless they were deeply discounted. If they are paying full price cash for these properties, they're in the game. They are optimistic about the market. The number five reason not to worry is that the supply of homes is not even close to 2007 levels, yet our population absolutely has grown. So we have a low supply, meaning we're about a five and a half, I think it's five and a half million homes nationwide deficit. And the builders can't build them fast enough. They were slowed down by COVID. So COVID was kind of a, a double whammy on the market in that it created a situation where people were kind of stopped putting their houses on the market for a while because they were afraid of, of having people come through their house, which I totally understand. Okay. And now that's kind of, you know, evened out more like a flu situation. And the problem is so many of the suppliers of buildings really shut down their operations for a while and they have not caught up. They just haven't. So I think it's going to be a while before we have enough supply to make it a more balanced market. We're still a definitely a seller's market. And the number five reason not to worry, which I think this is a cool chart. I found this from, from the nerd from Austin. He's so cute. Basically, Colorado has a net increase in the migration pattern of people moving into the state of 7.3%. 
So it's one of the hotter states in the country, including Arizona, Nevada, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Texas, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and North and South Carolina. So those all have a net increase of people coming in. And the number seven reason not to worry is that compared to the non-COVID year, so I did this research, the number of sales are up, but the inventory is down by 50%. So if you look at 2017, the number of monthly sales for the same month were about 1,600 and a half homes. Number of available homes in 2017 was 2,200. Number of available homes in 2019 was 2,100. Number of available homes in 2021, just over 1,000. Yet there are more sales going on than there were in those two previous years before COVID. So that gives me a really strong idea that we're in a good market and it's going to stay that way. So how do you prepare? You want to make sure that buyers are going to look at more homes this time of year because usually seasonally is going to be not the peak of the selling season, but sales are still going to go on. Buyers are going to be more picky. So you want to make sure your home is prepared and show ready unless you price it appropriately. And that is what we do. We help people get ready for sale, tell them what to do, not what not to do to get their homes ready for sale, show them how much their home will sell for in this market and how much they'll put in their pocket when it sells. So if you'd like to find out and you're thinking of making a move, you can give us a call at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R, of your home sold, guaranteed realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, give Barb a call, 719-301-3900. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be discussing why the millennial generation should not fear soaring home prices. Stay tuned for that. 